Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'm burn out. I tell them I'm not like the rest. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Kenzie Elizabeth. A few weeks ago, I recorded a nice little solo podcast episode on my fitness and wellness routines. And I mentioned bringing on my weightlifting coach because that's the one thing I've really brought into my routine that's been new in the past year that has quickly turned into my favorite workout, which is saying something because I've been such a hot Pilates girl for years. Anyways, I mentioned that I wanted to bring my coach on. So here I am doing it. It's a really good episode. I'm very um, like cautious and specific of whatever fitness type people I bring on the podcast because I obviously, I don't want to hear, you know, all the like trigger, you know, working your food off, like things like that, that are just, no, not the vibe. I'm an Erin is the opposite of that. This episode is a very approachable. She even tells you to like, honestly work out less. Like it's a very good episode. We talk about not taking things to the extreme, the benefits of weightlifting, just, you know, you see the perks that I've had in my own life that I speak to. And I think you guys are really going to like it. So if you're interested in fitness or weightlifting or honestly just want to listen to a fun little episode. Hope you guys enjoy. By the way, guys, I see the DMs about restocking the Navy Breadwinning Housewife set as well as that pink crew. So we are working on a little February drop for Valentine's Day. Follow our Instagram for all the details on that that will be coming up. I just wanted to mention that because I keep getting the DMs and we are doing it. I just haven't like posted it yet. Anyways, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And without further ado, let's welcome Erin onto the show. Hi. Hi. I'm really glad to be here today. I was thinking on the way here how I even got into weightlifting. And it was actually through a podcast. Which podcast? I think the Skinny Confidential did a podcast about weightlifting. Okay. And I've been wanting to start weightlifting for a very you long time. You wanted a time. personal trainer, right? Yes. And then a mutual friend of ours, because... Personal training prices are literally, they're no joke. Yeah, okay? I was a personal trainer. It was really high. And so I was yeah. like, I would rather not do that. And I also wanted to be working out with other people. I didn't mm. want to be the only person. Like, imagine if, if I was standing there and you're next to me the entire time watching me work out. I could never slack off. No, you, well, you can't slack off, but you also, you end up slacking off. Like, so I was a personal trainer for five years, six Plus, if you count like the stuff I did at the very beginning and both client and personal trainer, they get comfy. 
Like they get mm-hmm. cozy. So it becomes like almost like their therapy session. Yeah. Definitely. So like you definitely, I think that unless it takes a very specific person and it's a client, not necessarily the trainer to not slack off. And so it becomes like this like conversational situation where you're like, okay, finish the reps. So the group setting to me makes everyone work a little bit harder, even though you don't think it because you don't want to yeah. be the only person stopping either. That actually makes a lot of sense. And really the only thing I'm slacking off on are those pull-ups. Like when I walk into class and, <laughs> and we- the bands are out. Oh my God, the bands are out. Oh my, I'm like, this is the worst morning of my whole life. Yeah. Like it, and that's everyone. It's horrible. But some people are like, the bands are out. I thought you said there weren't pull-ups today. I'm like, they're not. Then why, why are they out? <laughs> <laughs> I know they're pretty awful. But I was listening to a podcast and it was giving all the benefits of weightlifting. And that's what made me wanna, want to want to lift. And I don't remember a single benefit. So could you explain to us the reasons why weightlifting is so good for you? Well, especially for females, it promotes bone development, right? So like, even though you're very young and spry, it's definitely good to continue to have resistance training because the pull on your muscles pulls on your bones, which generates your bones to stay strong, right? As you get older, that's, you get less and less of that generation. So you have to have resistance training to do it. Obviously building muscle, lean muscle mass, burning fat, things like that. Also, like, I think that there's a misconception that weight training is high impact and it is definitely still low impact. So you're not like trying to do burpees all the time when you're lifting weights. Like obviously one of our programs does include that, but that's not the program you're on. And so there's multiple factors, lower your heart rate, all of those things. See, I'm not a burpees girl. No, that's not my thing. <laughs> that's not your thing. Well, you're not no. taking ignite. So you're good to go. Thank God. Yeah. Um, I really like weightlifting and specifically the program that we're on mm-hmm. because it again, does feel low impact. I say this in my vlogs and I'm like, I, for whatever reason, the past couple of months have just wanted workouts that are, I don't know, I use the word relaxing very loosely Mm -hmm. because I want it to be more like mind body connection, slower. It's not like there's days where like I want to go box and there's days where I want to go do that. And I haven't been in the mood and I like weightlifting because it calms me down. Whereas a lot of the other classes will like make me freak out. Yeah. The program we're talking about is intensity and it's the one that we kind of isolate body parts and work on them specifically. And obviously we're still going to like pretty much total fatigue and things like that. It's not like you're, not working out, but it's definitely like a slower pace, more purposeful, more targeted. And I agree when I'm kind of like, I need to just have a easy mindset workout. I like to take intensity. Granted, you have to like push yourself mentally to go heavier and to continue and to not rest, but you do get that like prescribed rest and you do get a full workout. Like what I always describe it as I leave the class being like, Ooh, should I have done more? And then like six hours later, I'm like, famished, so sore, tired. So I agree. I think there is something really nice about going in and just lifting weights and not necessarily feeling like you have to get your heart rate up super high and you have to like rush to the next movement and things like that. No, yesterday I left and I was like, did I? Well, I was already slacking. We had a lot going on in class, guys. I've never (laughs) even touched my phone. and I left like three times. I was very stressed, okay? But I left and I was like, I probably should have done more. And I woke up this morning and I was like, I actually can't move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hamstrings and glutes. Yeah, it was tough. Okay, so if someone is listening to this and they don't live in Dallas, they can't come to Fit Social, how can they start weightlifting without a trainer? So I think the best thing to do would be probably to look for a weight training class or a weights focused class in your town and at least learn basics, right? Or maybe you get a trainer 
two or three times and at least learn basics and then start small, like start with body weight right? And work on your form. So if you're at home, like do it in front of a mirror and see if you can kind of generate the moves that you've been learning at home. And then the other thing you can do is just start with, I'm just going to do legs and then I'm just going to do upper body. And then I'm going to go back to legs and then I'm going to go back to upper body so that you're not going in, especially for a novice. I think a lot of people kind of jump into the deep end and then burn themselves out within a couple of weeks because they're constantly sore. So it's like, go in, attempt 20 to 30 minutes and see if you can build the fatigue that we're talking about. So like do six variations of something, right? So if you're doing an upper body day, do like six variations of push-ups, presses, you know, if you're going to do back as well in that, like triceps, pull-ups, all that, right? So like do everything to fatigue, do four to four to five sets, 10 to 12 reps and see where your baseline is. And then we always talk about baseline at the gym being like your warm up weight. And then you would do your warm up weight for at least a couple of weeks until you get like your form set. And then going from there, you have to have like the overload principle. So the overload principle is in like just kindergarten terms is like your body will recognize what you're doing very easy early and often. So you have to continue to add to it so that your body doesn't get comfortable and get used to it. So it's kind of, it's just like anything you can create a habit and then your body kind of does it mindlessly, right? Like you can podcast mindlessly because it's what you do and it's what you're good at. And so if you had someone that made you nervous, you would probably do a better job because you have to like rise to the occasion, which is kind of what you're doing in weightlifting. So you have to have that overload principle of doing more, whether that's reps or weight or whatever, and, or you can do like nervous system things. So like doing something on one leg instead of two legs or having like a balance component or your weights in opposite hands are not the same. So your nervous system has to kind of like recalibrate. It's also nice because I, you can tell in weightlifting that you're getting stronger right. versus other classes. It's like, oh yeah, maybe it'll get easier, but you're doing the same thing every time. And with weightlifting, obviously it's very personal. You're deciding what you're adding, what you're doing and how your body's going. But I like that because I feel very accomplished. For sure. There's something tangible. So like yes. you can be like, I only did 10s last time and today I did 15s. Or I was doing push-ups and I had to drop to my knees after eight and today I dropped to my knees after 10, right? So there's, it's definitely like a good goal oriented and you can like check the boxes off. So if you're like a linear thinker or you're starting at zero, weightlifting is the best way to be like, okay, I have a goal and my goal is to do like three sets of 10 with, 50 pounds total, right? Whatever the workout exercise is. And then in a month from now, my goal needs to be to do the same thing with 60 pounds or do four sets of 10 with 50 pounds, right? So it's like very easy to like have a goal and then go after it. Where like you're saying, if you're just in like a class where it's total fatigue, but it's body weight the whole time, there's plenty of programs like that, which are great, but it's definitely like a little bit harder to see and feel like tangible results as far as like strength gains. Yeah. And as I feel more accomplished, I get like more into it for sure because you are actually noticing like getting better, not even in a, like not in a vanity way, in a way that's like a game. Like motivating. It's, fun. it's very well, motivating for sure. So we do everything in our studio based on being athletic. It doesn't matter if you are an athlete or you're not, we're all going to train like athletes. And like, if you look at anyone who's really fit, if you're like, oh, like that's aspirational. If you just want to look at like vanity reasons or aesthetics, then most people you think of are athletes, right? And so we were like, well, why can't 
just everyday people train like athletes. If that's what we all kind of want to look and feel like they're healthy, they're strong, they're motivated, then why shouldn't we also be training like athletes, which is every athlete weight trains. Like they might do ancillary things here and there. Like, yes, you have to stretch. Yes. You have to have mobility and there's programs for that as well. But like in order to perform better in their field or just in everyday life, weight training is 100% the best approach. And it is more motivating because you're like, Oh, I'm getting stronger no matter what. And so it's not like, Oh, I'm just going to go in again. Am I ever going to get any better? Like you can see the results fairly quickly. No, I leave and I'm like, guys, I am literally ripped. It's (laughs) crazy. My, I was telling this story recently. If anyone watches my vlogs, I live in a townhouse and there's so many stairs. And for whatever reason, my laundry room is off my garage in the bottom and your bedroom's on the top. Yes. In my also by no one's fault besides my own, I have the biggest laundry basket you've ever seen. So like taking it, this sounds so stupid, but taking it upstairs and downstairs was the, it was like, you know how people dread certain chores? That was the worst thing. Like I hated it. And now I walk up, no issues. I'm like, yeah, I am so here strong. We go. It's Intensity. crazy. How do you keep a good, like healthy outlook on fitness and just like, I mean, working out in general, taking care of yourself while you're like so immersed in the space? Cause I feel like a lot of people have maybe a harder outlook with it or maybe like a very unhealthy. Yeah. So I think there's like definitely a spectrum in the fitness community, I think that there's like a revolution happening a little bit. And I think that there are good and bad ways to look at wellness. And we are just one aspect of wellness. So my husband, who's my business partner, and I kind of say like, we're a fitness company. We're not a wellness company. And fitness is one component of wellness, right? So sleep is a component of wellness. What you eat and nutrition is a component of wellness. Your mental health is a component of wellness. So because we think and we know we're only one part of that. I think it kind of is a very easy, it's not a very easy, it's still challenging. It's an easier approach to looking at your total well-being and saying like, okay, for these 45 minutes today, I'm going to work on my fitness component of my wellness. And afterwards I'm going to refuel. And that means that I'm going to fuel myself within the wellness, you know, spectrum. And so I think if it's not like all encompassing, like my workout is the most important part of my day, that it kind of keeps your mind level, it can get really distracting, right? You can be like, oh my gosh, I missed my workout today. Well, I also, I ate well, I slept well. I, you know, got my work done. I hang out, hung out with my son, et cetera, right? And so the next day I can get back on and do my 45 minutes where I get my physical part of my wellness, right? I definitely think that I'm a child of the 90s. So there's trends that go up and down and up and down. And then I went to college in the 2000s and I was an athlete and then I was a professional athlete. So I definitely became very neurotic and went down like a nice narrow path. And I think taking the approach to overall wellness when you're considering your fitness is like the best approach, right? I love that because I think more often than not, when you have issues and you have just an unhealthy relationship with fitness, it is because it's all encompassing. Mm -hmm. You have to look at it in different ways. I'm also a very like eyes on the prize, like narrow vision kind of person. And when I started looking at wellness as even like who I'm spending my time with, my social life, like reading is a big part of wellness for me. I didn't, that's actually what I've done, but I didn't realize it. I've never heard it like said that way. It's been a really helpful for me to have like multiple different aspects in that because it's like you're filling up just a part of it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm working out because I want to feel good. Right. Especially, I know this is stupid because I'm literally 25, 
But the one perk that I remember of the weight training episode that I listened to was like, it's very good for anti-aging and not in the way of the vanity anti-aging, you don't want wrinkles way, like in the way of like, we're talking about like bone development. And I was just thinking, I'm like, I want to be the, I want to be like 80 years old and like still up and out. Like when I see people who are so old, who are like working out or going on walks or just really active, like that's what I want to be. Yes. It's very motivating. Yes, for sure. And I think that you can definitely overdo it. And I think there are plenty of people that do, but I think that the one thing I like about our studio is that we, we tell people like you should not double. You should not be here two to three times a day. If you want to, and your body responds to that, well, great. We support you. We think you're amazing. Keep doing that. But we only offer the program you're on four times a week, right? It's not necessary to be in there. And then you can go supplement it with the other workouts that we offer and or on your own, right? We only offer our other program three times a week because it's harder to recover from. And then we have cycling every day because it's a low impact cardio, right? So we try to be bring a well-balanced approach to your fitness, whatever avenue you're coming to us through. And I think that can kind of keep your like head clear of intensity that society brings to fitness. Yeah, because- Working out there, it makes me only be able to go like three times a week, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what works in my schedule and it's not offered. Classes that I go to are not on Tuesday, Wednesday. I mean, Tuesday, Tuesday Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. I know that. I don't know why I say <laughs> that. If y'all are watching on YouTube, you see my outfit, okay? Today I am wearing Fabletics. I am a huge Fabletics girl, okay? I have been a fan of the brand. For, I want to say at least six years, the leggings that I'm wearing right now, let me see. I wrote them down so I could tell you guys because they are the best. And I feel so like snatched and my leggings are just so thick and the quality is incredible, but they're not thick in a way that is too hot. They're thick in a way that's very supportive. These are the Powerhold High-Waisted 7 eighths leggings. I have them in black. I love them in the green and pink too. And then also the set that I've been wearing nonstop, if you guys watch my vlogs, I've been wearing the Lush set in brown. The brown pants, guys, they're so cute. They have a, like, a little slit at the end, so very trendy, but also, again, really flattering and really comfortable. They're awesome for like lounging around, going on walks and whatever. And then these, obviously what I'm wearing right now is great for a workout. Fabletics is on a mission to create the world's most fashionable, high-performance, active lifestyle products for everyone and everybody at an accessible price. They combine fitness and fashion to make women feel confident at and beyond the gym by offering premium quality activewear at an incredibly accessible price point. Fabletics brings sizes ranging from extra, extra small to 4X to a loyal community of over 2 million members across 10 countries. That is crazy. You guys can also see and shop the full selection of activewear, accessories, shoes, and more at fabletics.com slash I love you and 74 plus retail locations throughout the United States. The VIP membership is what I have and it is, in my opinion, the best thing ever. You get monthly member credits, which means even more savings. They have the best activewear at the best prices, 20 to 50% off everything always with new arrivals every week. There's free shipping on all orders over $49.95, plus free returns and exchanges within 90 days. You can skip as often as you like. There's no limit on how many months you can skip. You get free access to the Fabletics Fit app. You can cancel easily online anytime. And as a Fabletics VIP, you automatically enjoy these same exact VIP perks and prices at their new sister shapewear brand, Yiddy, which we love Lizzo over here, okay? That's big. 
So y'all can visit fabletics.com slash I love you to get two bottoms for $24 plus up to 70% off everything else on your first order when you sign up for a VIP membership. Fabletics, it's where it's at, guys. They have the best activewear at the best prices. You need to become a VIP member. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, okay? All right, let's get back to the episode. Hi, everyone. I'm Summer McKean, a content creator and best sister of the year. Hi, I'm her sister, Brie. I'm actually a 10-time winner of that award. Together, we are the hosts of the podcast, Wavy. Okay. Every Wednesday, we bring you into the fun, exciting, hopefully helpful, and mostly chaotic world of our sisterly chats about everything and anything. From living in a world of comparisons to boy drama to the life changes that feel really overwhelming, we got your back. So please support the show with a like and follow to keep up with all of our latest sister shenanigans. Get Get Wavy on Wednesdays. We'll We'll see see you soon. soon. Okay, another reason I hear women specifically don't want to weightlift is because they're afraid of bulking. Mm -hmm. What do you have to say to that? I don't want to say that's wrong, period. I think that everyone is very specifically different and hormones play a huge role into every female's, you know, body shape, body type, how they respond to exercise and how they respond to nutrition, right? But I do believe that it has, it's a huge misconception. I give this example a lot. And because I was a professional runner, I still know people that still professional run. And a lot of them have moved up to the marathon. Now everyone knows what a marathon runner looks like, right? And they're very petite, they're very lean and they're very fast and they lift way heavier than any of us. Right. So I think that it's kind of back to the, my, my previous answer, which is it's all relative to what you're doing outside of the gym as well. So lifting weights is really good to build lean muscle mass. If you're lifting weights and you're doing the overload principle and you're eating a ton of protein and you're being very specific and you're doing every day, like kind of like a bodybuilder. Yeah. You're, you're going to gain muscle mass. But what we say is we tighten and strengthen muscles. If you want to build muscles, you have that ability to do that, but you can stay within a range that makes sense for your body type. And you kind of learn that as you go and see what your body reacts to. My body reacts the best to, I've abused it before. So my body reacts the best to like medium, medium heavy weights. I can lift heavy, but my joints don't like that. But I've never gotten to a space where, and like I said, everyone's different. I've never gotten to a space where I'm like, man, I'm really bulking up. It takes a very specific program to be on a bulk. So I think that the fear of it needs to be dissipated a little bit, kind of like the fear of cardio. Cardio is still good for you. You need cardiovascular health, right? You have to raise your heart rate in order to keep your heart healthy. You need to have the weightlifting to keep your muscles and your joints healthy. I haven't noticed that at all with myself, Mm -hmm. like whatsoever. What I have noticed is like my body composition, like changing. Mm-hmm. And also I've never had a butt before in my entire life. And I, it happened because I, gen- I have such bad anxiety. I genuinely work out for anxiety. Like yeah. I cannot, it's not that I like cannot function. Like I'm reliant. You do it better. Just, I do better. Like my brain fog is so much better and I can focus and I just feel like a different person, honestly. But one day in the mirror, I was like, wait a second. I had to make a PSA. I literally had to text my group chat. I was like, guys, this is crazy. I had no idea. It happened. It seemed to me overnight because I wasn't like looking for that. It just happened. So I can only say great things. Yeah. Like I have always been able to um, have tight pants because my glutes are always there. But after having a baby and then breaking my ankle, I had to start over again. Right. And it's so funny you say that because like it was a couple of weeks ago, I was like, man, my, these jeans like just 
really stretched out. Like they're a new pair of jeans, but when I bought them, I bought them in May, but then I broke my ankle and it was the summer and I wasn't wearing pants. And I was like, I bought them. They fit perfect, you know? And I was wearing them. I was like, man, they're so loose. I'm so mad. I wish I would have gotten a size down, not like to, to my horn size down, but like, I wish I got a tighter pair. Literally started being able to lift weights again and all my jeans fit perfectly again. I was like, okay, there we go. You know? So Uh it's not, it's not like a bulk. It's just that everything gets nice and tight. And so everything fits a little better. Everything's a little higher. Everything feels better too. Like I feel like my posture is better. I stand a little taller. I don't get so fatigued by the end of the day, you know? So like I'm vain. This I know (laughs) I work out for my mental health and because I want my clothes to fit well and I want to look good naked, like period. But all the other benefits I'm in for. Yeah. It's definitely, it gives you like a lot of confidence. For sure. Because also, Ed Milet says, confidence is built by making promises to yourself and keeping them. So you can do that in any area of your life. It doesn't have to be fitness. But if you are committing to, I'm going to go to these classes every week, you go to those classes every week. Confidence is essentially just trust. So you're building trust within yourself. But being able to act like having strength just, I don't know. I just feel so much better. Yeah, for sure. And like, I always tell people start small. So like if you're trying to build and develop some healthy habits, whatever it is, like I'll never, this is a funny example. My mom does not drink water. And she said she was going to drink 24 ounces of water a day. And my sisters and I were like, shoot for the stars. Like, (laughs) wow. And she's like, I had three cans of water. Mind you, this is not flat water. This is all sparkling water. So I was like, you know what? That's smart though. Two cans that's doable. And I always tell people that when it comes to like any type of working out, but specifically something that scares you and our weight room really intimidates people. The racks are huge. It's all people that look like they know what they're doing because they're all regulars and everyone's very friendly and nice. So, but it, so it is more intimidating than it is. I always tell people start with once a week. You know, like if you can commit to once a week, it's not so overwhelming. And then if you miss it on a Monday, you have six more days to get it in. It's not like, oh my gosh, I miss Monday. Now, if I don't get Tuesday and Wednesday, then I'm going to miss that third and fourth day of the week or whatever. So I always say start small, whether that's like in your living room with a 20 minute YouTube or whatever that might be. Right. And then add a second day, but do it for like four weeks. So that like what you were saying is, okay, I, I did four weeks. I'm so proud of myself. Like I did it. I trusted myself. And now I've gained the confidence to go and do two or go do it in public or go join a gym or, and like use the weightlifting equipment that like, I'm not understanding that well. Right. Yeah. A lot of people also ask before I forget, should I do cardio before or after weightlifting? I tell people not to do it on the same day. You know, like, I I mean, I don't, it doesn't matter, but (laughs) two different energy systems. So I always tell people to do cardio first. It just, it's, it's a little gentler, right? Most of the time people are like with us, they're cycling first, then they're going to go lift weights. And number two, you're tightening your muscles when you are lifting weights. And so you don't necessarily want to get rid of all that tension right away. It's just part of the process, right? And so you're making tiny little micro tears in your muscles when you're working out. And that's the soreness that you're feeling and the lactic acid buildup and all that. So like flushing it right away is not necessarily something that your body should do because you want that slow recovery. So all of the changes to your body composition happens in recovery. That's why we always tell people not to overdo it because if you're overdoing it, your body's never in recovery mode. You're never going to see the changes. It's kind of like when you don't eat enough food, If you don't eat enough food. Your body goes into like hypothetical starvation mode because it doesn't know when it's going to eat again. And so it doesn't burn any of the fat. 
So if you don't recover and you're not eating enough, you're not fueling the furnace. So back to the original question. I would say if you're going to do it, cardio first, weightlifting second. But the general population does not need to work out like that. In my opinion, that's my opinion. I would say split up your days. They're different energy systems. It's just a lot. Unless you're doing like 15 minutes of this and 15 minutes of that, that's not obviously overdoing it. But like we do 45 minutes in both of our classes and it's just not as necessary, I think, as people think it is. Yeah, I don't do both in the same day. So I'm, I mean, I go on walks, but yeah, that that's count, different. You know? It's very different. That's it's very low impact. That's that's not elevating your heart rate. Yeah, it's not like cardio, yeah. you know, it's just like my nice little walk yeah, exactly. on the Katy Trail. Yeah. Love those. You also wake up at like 1 a.m. So what are your tips for waking up early? I think that it's, I think one, you don't hit snooze. It's like the biggest mistake is don't hit snooze. And two, it's the consistency. So like my husband and I split days and I do four of the mornings and he only does one. If we didn't have a child, I think that he would be sleeping a little later than he does. But now that we do, he's like up at 5.30 anyways. But it just kind of goes back to what we've been talking about. It's just consistency. Like if you're dead set on being a morning person, you have to do it consistently. Because if you kind of go like one day here, one day there, one day here, one day there, it's really hard for your body to kind of like get used to that. Now, granted, I've been a morning person pretty much my entire life. It's like my type A personality and my, this, my sport. I was in Texas. I ran at Baylor. So it was in Texas. We had to wake up and run yeah. before the sun. Had I gone to like, I don't know, Stanford, I'd be an afternoon person now maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just setting a goal and saying like, okay, if my goal is to wake up and work out before I have work or start my day or my family wakes up or whatever, you start small. Maybe you wake up every day and you're not necessarily adding that workout every day, but you get the routine of like waking up, right? Wake up, wash your face, whatever it is that you do, drink your coffee, eat your food with your coffee. All those things, right? What time do you go to bed and what time do you actually wake up? So like three times out of the week, I wake up at 5.08. I'm a weirdo. Like I can't, I can't do like a five flat. Okay. I can't do like a 5.15. There's other people like you out there. I've yeah. heard of this. Yes. I wake up at like 5.08. My husband's like, what? That's so insane. <laughs> or 4.12. Oh, wow. Yeah. 4.12 is the other day. <sighs> yeah. What day is that? On Wednesdays oh, and yeah. Fridays. Did you teach 7.30? 5.30, 6.30, 7.30, 9. Yeah, that's tough. So you yeah. wake up and then what's your morning routine? Okay, my morning routine is coffee, but I started my new routine of chia pudding because a good friend of ours is a registered dietitian and I was texting her. I was like, I'm having so many issues. My stomach's constantly hurting. And so she told me a few tips. So if you guys want them, here they are. It's take big deep breath before you eat your meals because it turns on your psychosomatic or system and tells your body to relax so that your stomach can do proper digesting. Interesting. Chew your food. I know it sounds really dumb, but, but it's like, it's real. It's real. It's very real. Eat slower, chew your food. And then I added chia pudding to my morning routine. I love chia pudding. Love it. It's so easy. And I made, I make Mike do it now too. And I've seen a huge improvement, like bloating, stomach aches, all of that. I'm just like so much more comfortable all day long. So that's my morning. Plus I have peanut butter toast every morning. I think I've been doing peanut butter toast every morning for like 15 years. Wow. I, I like, I don't know. It's just, if I don't have it, I'm like kind of sad. Yeah. And it's not, it's nothing special. You know, that's it's just crazy like, that you still want it after 15 yes, years. I know. I'm very much a habitual person. Like everyone. I am too. Yeah. But, but like, not that's like that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Like my husband and I have like nights of the week, like boring chicken dinner Monday, taco Tuesday. Like I yeah. just don't 
beer from it. It also makes your life a little easier. easier. And that means like, if I don't have that added mind, like mind stress, I can get other things done. So anyways, coffee, chia pudding, toast, and I eat it all in the car. Do you lay out your like clothes? Yes. The night before I'm like, I have my outfits. I have my second outfit in case I'm sweaty and gross. I have all my toiletries. Like I'm the girl that like never has like a makeup stand because I have all my stuff in my car or my bag or whatever. And so I get to the gym and like depends on the day between five and six. And then I'm normally the first person there because I'm habitually early as well. (laughs) So I'll tell myself like I have to be there at five. I'm always there at like 455. I'm a very early person. Yeah, as I well. see you in the parking lot. Always, I'm like, always in the parking lot, but then I—that's when I'm answering emails. Yeah, so I, I but get, I get stuff, stuff done. done. Yes, exactly. I, I like to be it. early so I can get one extra thing done. Exactly, and I'm just—I'm very routine, so mm-hmm. I need my—and I will never be late. Like it's rare that I'm not like 10, 15 minutes early to every single thing. Yes, I'm—I yeah. am like um, my husband's like California cool San Diego guy, and he's like we will not be the first people to the party. Here. <gasps> see, okay, like parties, I will—I will go like. I'm still normally earlier than yes, everyone else, but I won't be there on time. Yeah. I've gotten better. I've definitely gotten better. I try really hard. I honestly just try to go with like my friends because they're going to make me late. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. You know? My husband will make me late. <laughs> yeah. I tell him 10 and we're leaving at like 10, 10. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm like, this is fine. I'm like, this what works. do you guys not understand about a Google calendar? Like, don't you have plans? Like, <laughs> yes. I don't understand. I am so mad that I didn't know about Sock Talk when I lived in LA. I lived there for five years, like 17 to 22. And I just never found the right doctor. And if I had something like ZocDoc, that would have made my life so much easier. Moving or just trying to figure out everything in life is enough, okay? Right? ZocDoc really can save you, okay? Finding a doctor on your own that you actually really like and connect with can be a very difficult thing. And even if you're just stewing about like a health problem that you have, you're really just like resorting to texting your group chat or looking things up on TikTok, which... I'm not proud to say I I have been there um, and it doesn't really lead to anything good. You're obviously extremely unlikely to find quality medical advice in your group chat or on TikTok, but you can find it from a doctor on ZocDoc. There are thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc that are there to help you. They listen like a friend and they give you the expert care you need. So ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, which is huge, take your insurance, and are available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Kinsey and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That is ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash Kinsey. Again, ZocDoc.com slash Kinsey. Guys, I'm telling you, this is amazing. ZocDoc.com slash Kinsey. New year, new wardrobe, and I have the best shopping hack for y'all. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like the new year hit and all of a sudden I had so much going on. I felt like the holidays were busy and now I have so many events and parties and we're hosting like this Galentine's party in Dallas for everyone, by the way, come. And I needed an outfit for that. I was like, I want something fun. I want something pink. I want something girly, something I wouldn't even probably wear again, but I want it for that night, right? So that's why I am turning to Fashion Pass. 
Fashion Pass is a clothing rental service where you can get unlimited rentals for one flat price. They carry the best brands like For Love and Lemons, Free People, Show Me Your Moo Moo, and Umbranda Upper Chart. They basically have everything. And you can swap out your items as many times a month as you want. So you basically get new clothes every single week. It saves me so much money because I'm no longer spending like absurd amounts on trendy pieces that I'm probably like literally gonna wear once or twice. I am currently on the Trendsetter plan, so I get to pick out four clothing items in every order, or I could pick three clothing items and two accessories if I'm wanting like jewelry or bags or whatever, and I can switch out my order as many times a month as I want. So you're not stuck with those four items during like one cycle, you can continuously swap them out. The shipping is super fast and they take care of dry cleaning everything for you, so you can literally just send it back in a pre-labeled bag they give you when you're done and then you get to choose new items. It really could not be easier. Also, one of my favorite parts about it is that if you love something and you want to keep it, you get huge discounts anywhere from 30 to 70% off. Plus every month I get a $10 purchase discount that counts towards anything I buy. I actually have a special discount for y'all today. If you go to fashionpass.com and use code I love you at checkout, You'll get $60 off your first month, so you can try it for literally $29. That's unlimited rentals for just $29 with code I love you. That's crazy, guys. Again, that is unlimited rentals for just $29 with code I love you. Okay, last question. What shoes are best to wear when you're weightlifting? Flat shoes. So, like... Truly, there are like all these intrinsic muscles in your ankles, your feet, throughout your entire body, right? So it goes back to your nervous system. So having to use those intrinsic muscles and your ligaments and your tendons and all that to facilitate in your lifting is better. So I always say in class, I'm like, if you're wearing a chunky shoe, like maybe for this specific exercise, take it off so that you can really use like everything in your body to find your balance and also get into your heels. So like we also do exercises where we elevate our heels and it moves where you're supposed to be using the, the movement. Right. And so whenever people have like these huge shoes on, I, it it doesn't bother me, but if people ask, it definitely makes a difference in your lift. So you want like a zero drop shoe is what it's called. Like the nerdy technical term is like a zero drop shoe. So like, obviously if like you have a chunky heel, but it's platform all the way across, like a Air Force One, those are fine because your feet are still flat. It's when you're wearing like big, like none, hokas aren't terrible, but like a running. That's what I wear half the time. A running shoe. A running shoe is meant for towing off. So it's meant to make your foot roll forward because that's the direction you want to be running. And so those aren't necessarily great because you really are in an elevated foot position, which is just going to change the way each exercise feels and where you're triggering those muscles, right? So it's going to turn certain things off and turn certain things on. That makes sense. I'll be getting new shoes, guys. Yeah. Don't worry. I <laughs> you have can shoes. Literally like lift in Converse. You wear the, I have the Nike shoes that you wear. The blazers? Yes. Yeah. You can wear blazers, Air Force Ones, just flat shoes. It doesn't have to be, like, you don't have to go get like a specific noble weightlifting shoe. The reason that I, when I'm wearing Hoka's is normally because I wear them on my morning walk. Walk, so right. I just, have to just throw, I say, tailor it to people with like cycling shoes. If you just have like an yeah, old pair that car. like got scratched up a bunch, just keep them in your car because then you know, okay, you show up on upper body day, not as, not as important, but like lower body day, we have people that are like, oh, my low, is it lower body? I'm going to go get my lower body shoes. I need to be that. That's not me, by the way. <laughs> You'll get there. You'll get there. I'm getting there, guys. Okay, so where can they find you and the gym? Okay, so we're in Mockingbird Station. And also we're going to start up a digital again. So that would be really great for everyone. We did digital when we were in quarantine. 
And so we're going to start up digital again so that we can offer those classes online again, especially our weightlifting classes. So we're, we will have that on our website and our Instagram, obviously. And then we're in Mockingbird Station. I coach every day, mostly mornings. So if you want to see me mostly mornings, but the nice thing about our program is that it's the same all day, every day. And every coach has been coached on the specific workout. So what I really like about our gym, that is also a differentiating factor for us is that on Monday, when you do leg day, the entire day is doing the same movement. So when you come on Wednesday, you're not also in a quad day because you just did that on Monday where like a lot of boutiques and ask your boutique, if you're not in Dallas and you can't come see us, ask the boutique what the program is for the week, because every instructor for the most part, the norm is every instructor creates their own program. And so you might go and do bicep curls all day on Monday. And then you go on Wednesday and you do bicep curls with a different instructor. So we have universal programming. So I write all the programs, whether it's intensity or ignite and our coaches coach them and they've all gone through the same trainings and certifications. So they are all very well in tune with what's happening. Yeah. I like that. It's the same all day, every day. Yeah. It makes it so much easier. Yeah. So much easier. Cause you know, like, okay, if I can't come to the nine, I can go to the seven thirty on Wednesday and I know I'm going to get just as good of a workout and there's only 10 people. So that's the other thing I would say is maybe if you're a n- novice, don't go to a class that has like 30 or 40 people where you're not necessarily going to have eyes on you from the coach and see if your form is correct. And if you're doing everything the right way, try to find like a small space to, to do it or start it on your own. Yeah. It's so, it's like the best thing with 10 people because you get like the perks of like private training, yes. but then also you're with a group. Yeah. It, it does really make you work harder. You're right. Actually. Yes, it does. It does. Now that I'm thinking about it's it, like besides those burpees guys. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. No, I'm not no burpees, burpees. The pull-ups. Oh yeah. Pull-ups. Too. Listen, we're going to get there. Listen, we have plenty of clients that like they started and they were like on the double band with me assisting them. And now they're on the green band, which is like less assistance and doing it on their own. It's just, they're really something. I didn't even <laughs> think they were going to be that hard. And I was like, they're really kidding. hard for women. Like I, I wish we all knew it's a little bit like physics, why men are so much stronger upper body. Yeah. But you'll get there. You'll get there. We'll see about that one. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Everyone go to the gym. If you guys are in Dallas, but don't take my spot and never book three. (laughs) No, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Spot Spot three three is is mine at 9am. Yeah. And if you book three, I will be, You'll be hearing from Kenzie. Yeah, you'll be hearing from me, (laughs) but I wish you the best, but I will beat you to booking. So anyways, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you guys so much. Don't forget to leave a nice little five-star rating and review, and I will talk to you guys next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.